from the Mercy One Studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International. along with Mary Sue Lone filling in for John as this is his travel day. I don't know where from or where to, but I know he's traveling. I have no idea where John is. You know, we, remember how we used to All keep I track? know is I keep saying Hail Mary's for him. <laughs> <laughs> Mary's like, oh, it's for John. Okay. <laughs> oh, it is always exciting for us to be here and broadcasting with you from the Mercy One studio on Iowa Catholic Radio. You can always listen on that radio dial, which I find it interesting we still call that because you never dial anything anymore. You just Not very press often. a button and, or scan and it goes to the next station. 11.50 a.m. is the dial number, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM. Or you might be streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com or tuning in on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. That's free. That is free. I listen to it almost every night. It's Wednesday, March 4th. Though interesting, listening to Mark last night was, yeah. I didn't hear it because yeah. we were at RCIA, well, but I understand that he, lost he, didn't, his he voice. didn't quite finish the game. Yeah, We didn't lose the game, but he lost his voice. So we're going to hear from Jimmy Olson today, filling in for Mark. We're just filling in all over the place. We also have Scott Prickett joining us, husband, father of four, uh, and uh, very, very passionate about people and purpose. And, and we're going to talk to him about Legatus. You know, all of the things about, you know, you hear about that all the time, but what is Legata? So we're going to find out about that. And then in the second half hour, yes. we have an author, Fiora de, de Maria, mm-hmm. Fiorella de Maria, and she writes murder mysteries. I know. She I, has a new book out. and the, See uh, No Evil. See No Evil. And it's about a priest named Father Gabriel who finds himself unwittingly at the scene of a crime, which at first appears to be an accidental death, but is actually dun, murder. Dun. <laughs> yeah. I do love a good murder mystery. So well, that'll be fun. I'm very, very much looking forward to that. As I mentioned, Jimmy Olson will have your news and sports and weather straight from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan, An- Megan Selwa. And your Saint of the Day is coming up. Before we go any further, Deacon Tony, would you lead us in our morning offering? God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus in the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in with Jimmy Olsen. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Dun dun. <laughs> I just want to know if the author uh, actually read a lot of G.K. Chesterton and then it actually turned into a Father Brown mystery. I know. I, <laughs> yeah. You know, last year, one of the books that I read was the complete Father Brown series, mm-hmm. which is like 900 pages in one book. I have seen all the episodes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I've watched fun. all of them. It's a, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, which then yeah. also reminded me. After watching that, remember back in the, was it late 80s, early 90s, the Father Dowling Mysteries yeah. on TV mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, with Bosley? Yeah, Tom that Bosley. I can't remember his real yeah, name, but what Tom it was Bosley. in Charlie's Angel. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I don't know what. Yeah. Father Dowling. Yeah, no well, relation Father Dowling. to Dowling Catholic. Well, right, but yeah, yeah, it was really funny. It was very cool. So, <laughs> well, What do you have for us? 
from the Channel 13 <clears throat> weather desk and the frog that Mark just shared with yeah, me uh, coming this morning <laughs> <laughs> from uh, meteorologist Megan Selwa. Uh, currently at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio, we're uh, sitting at 32. Today going to be sunny, a high of 55. Tonight mostly clear, 37, and then sunny and windy tomorrow with a high of 54. As we look ahead to Friday, more sunshine, 50, and then even better Saturday. Sunshine going to be breezy, but a high of 67. Can I break into sunshine on my shoulders? <laughs> sunshine on my sunshine. shoulder. Sunshine. <laughs> Do you have do you have a do you have a virus song yeah. too? Uh, due to the uh, coronavirus concerns, Iowa State University uh, will be bringing home 140 students who are studying abroad. Also, uh, yesterday, the Iowa Department of Public Health urged people returning from Hong Kong, Iran, Italy, Japan, and South Korea to self isolate for 14 days after they return. And with the warmer weather that we're going to be enjoying, that also reminds us of construction season, right? Oh, yes. Well, the, uh, Des, Moines, yeah. Des Moines City <laughs> Hall announced yesterday that they will spend a record $427 million for road repairs over the next seven years. And what I loved about that article was that uh, they're not just going to resurface the roads. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure some They're going to replace them. They're going to replace them, which they could start on my street. I just <laughs> thought I would send that out as a suggestion. Is that you begging right there? Yeah. Please. Please, please. <laughs> Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, the Iowa men lost to Purdue 77-68. The Iowa State women were over Kansas 61-42. to And the uh, Dowling Catholic sports calendar for today, there is nothing scheduled. But last night, where Mark was not having any luck with his voice, uh, they uh, did win in Council Bluffs against uh, Lincoln uh, 58-35. And we'll move on to the state tournament next week. The pairings will be released later today, so we'll find out when they play next week. From the Channel 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Sawa, sunny and 55 today. Currently at the uh, Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio, it's 32. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on uh, this show this morning. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Traffic next. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports. Our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities is sponsored in part by Construction Professionals, Dental Associates, Kemen, and Mercy Medical Center. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio. 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. Not looking bad at all, kind of like the forecast for the week. Uh, seven minutes as you're making the drive in from the West Mixer to downtown, 235. Seven minutes as well from the East Mixer into downtown. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. And so grateful for all of our sponsors, including Golden Rule PHC. Yes, absolutely. Golden Rule PHC provides residential plumbing services in Des Moines, and you'll only want to trust plumbers with the experience that ensures an excellent job each time. Find them online at goldenrulephc.com or reach them at 888-203-5401. You know, we always have this little chat moment here on Wednesday mornings, and I thought, oh, you know, I wonder what happened on this day in history and I did not know this. Did you know that um, that 36 presidents were inaugurated as president of the United States on this day in history? Yes, and did you know that March 4th is also a command? 
<laughs> March 4th. No, no, actually, I did not know that until I, I read it. That's, I, yeah. yeah. And that was because it commemorates, March 4th commemorates the anniversary of the Constitution first taking effect in 1789. And then, you know, early in the 1900s, they changed it because it was four months from the day they were elected until they were inaugurated. That, and that was just too much. So. That is a long wait. Yeah. So now they uh, they do it in January, as we know. So so that was interesting. So then I'm like, oh, I wonder what other little tidbits of history. And I would quiz you, Mary Sue, but since you have the answers in front of you, <laughs> you'll either have to play dumb or look brilliant. Which would you rather do? Well, maybe we should put it out to people and they can answer. Okay, here's the trivia question. I have a whole bunch of them. Who was the only president of the United States who was Catholic? I think that's easy. I do, too. Okay, we're going to give you that one. John Kennedy. Yeah. Though maybe young young Catholics didn't know that. I mean, he was president during my lifetime, so... Oh, man, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not. You're just experienced. Oh, there you go. There you go. But this one, I, I found this one interesting. This has nothing to do with politics. So, well, maybe a little bit. Um, in the year 313, now, I was not alive then. <laughs> <laughs> just I wanted to put that out there. Emperor Constantine announced, get this, the toleration of Christianity in the Edict of Milan. Um, you know, some people, some historians say, oh, he was the one that established the Catholic Church. And, you know, no. Not it, true. It, not true. Jesus established it. But he did then have a toleration for Christianity, which that's when all the martyrs, you know, it was not an automatic thing. If you were a Christian, you know, you had a 50-50 chance now of making it out. So that's kind of cool. And, you know, this next one is something that most people might not know, but mm-hmm. I, I have known this for a long time, and I love to throw this little fun fact out there, that the Catholic Church is the largest charitable organization in the United States. Mm-hmm. You think about that, uh, you know, that, that the work that the Catholic Church does, um, you know, and the money that people donate to their parishes mm-hmm. and to the church overall. And, you know, we... You know, we go out and and do the work of God with that money, right? And, and so help not people. only do they support the operations of their church, they support yeah. all of these ministries. It's huge. It's yep. huge. So, um, okay, here's the trivia question that you have to answer. Uh, okay, I don't know how to phrase this as a trivia question. Saint <laughs> <laughs> Peter, uh, whose original name was Simon, was the first head of the Catholic Church. We all know that, um, or the first pope. But he did not go by uh, the term of Pope. That was not established until the second Pope. I, I did not know I that. I did not know that either. So I don't know how I would have uh, phrased that. But I found that just really fascinating. So feel free to let your friends know that today. Okay, here's one. The word rosary, which any Catholic is familiar with mm-hmm. the word rosary. Did you know this? Uh, yes, I did. Oh. What does the word rosary mean? If you know that. Text us two two three eleven fifty and tell us what it is. The we first, don't have any prizes, but the, uh, yeah, the first one to text in gets our undying love. <laughs> uh, now, I found this interesting. You know, people say, you know, why do Catholics baptize, you know, babies? You know, that seems crazy. And I always thought it was because in Scripture it talked about. Um, when you became Christian, they brought their whole family to be baptized, which included the the babies. But it was the earliest reference 
to infant baptism, the reference to it, so written, was by um, Irenaeus in, uh, he lived from 130 A.D. to 202 A.D., which, again, I didn't know him You weren't there. No. Um, in his work uh, titled Against Heresies. So it's like this is a long, long-standing tradition that we baptize infants. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, and it makes sense. I mean, yeah. you know, if the if the parents are coming into the Catholic Church, if they're mm-hmm. going to be baptized, yeah. then the family would mm-hmm. come along with them. Yeah. And did you know, you Christian yeah, well, sometimes people still use it as a derogatory. That's name. true. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I I wear my Christianity, my Catholic Christianity, very proudly. But um, that new religion back two thousand years ago appealed largely to the the poor um, women, non citizens, social and outcasts, and slaves because. The essence of the gospel was that they did not need money or an education to belong to the kingdom. So you think, well, why are women in there? Well, women were not educated in the early early church. And so, you know, here, these are all the outcasts of society, and yet we welcome them. And that's how Christianity was a derogatory name. Yeah, yeah. So go figure. Um, and here's the other trivia question. We have two trivia questions for today. One is, what does rosary mean? And the other is, how many saints are there in heaven? Dun, dun, dun. Two, two, three, eleven, fifty. if you know That's that right. answer. Deacon Tony, do you know the answer to either one of those questions? What? He wasn't <laughs> listening. He was working over there on the side, getting us all ready for our next segment. How dare he? Oh, my goodness. But if you know the answer to our two trivia questions for the day, 223-1150, what does rosary mean and how many saints are there? Coming up, Scott Prickett, husband, father of four. He's going to be talking about legatus. Yeah. Leader who's passionate about people and purpose. He's the president and CV, CEO of Fervent Wealth Group. And he's very, very involved in Legata. So very much looking forward to him. Your Iowa Catholic Radio time is 714. Thank you, Blessment International, for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Everyone lives their life 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. How we use that time directly affects if our life will leave a significant impact or not. Each year, Blessment International leads Central Iowans on a 12-day, all-inclusive experience sharing the heart of Christ with children in South Africa. Teams are forming to do something significant in an African child's life. Learn more at blessmentinternational.org. That's blessmentinternational.org. The Catholic Tuition Organization provides tuition assistance for families to send their kids to our Catholic schools and 65% Iowa tax credits for you. Give to ctoiowa.org. Is it time for a new roof? Then it could be time for you to get to know Bell Construction. Bell Construction is a roofing company entering its 30th year of business. They specialize in residential re-roofs, like commercial jobs, and have the experience to meet all of your roofing needs with personal service. With Bell Construction, the owner will come to your home or place of business in person to inspect and ensure the quality of work that you deserve. They pride themselves in working with you on a personal basis and making sure you are satisfied. Bell Construction, 515-963-4494. Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral 
funeral home and crematory for underwriting Christ is the answer. Losing a loved one, as we know, is never easy, and it can leave you feeling lost and even hopeless at times. But Caldwell Parish helps ease that burden by sincerely caring both about your loss and about your faith. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory is Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. Their number is 515-276-0551 or online at caldwellparish.com. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance. In Paul's letter to the Philippians, he told them not to be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known to God. Hi, this is Tony Calumet, Executive Director of Iowa Catholic Radio. We ask for your continued prayer and financial support with a $30 a month gift. You can give securely online at iowacatholicradio.com through the Iowa Catholic Radio app or 515-223-1150. Welcome back, everyone. If you hit the snooze twice last time, it's time to get up. I did that this did morning. You? Yes, I did. Oopsie daisy. And I made it. Yeah. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Lowe. We're filling in for John Leonetti this morning, broadcasting from the Mercy One studio here at Iowa Catholic Radio. We'd love to hear from you this morning. We have two trivia questions out there. Yeah, One, what, what, what does rosary mean? And two, how many saints are there in heaven? Text us at 515-223-1150. Perhaps our our next guest knows the answer, though he probably won't give us the answer because he'll let our listeners play. It's so exciting to have Scott Prickett join us. Scott, husband, father of four girls, God bless you, and uh, president and CEO of Fervent Wealth Group. Welcome to Iowa Catholic Radio. Good morning, ladies. How are we this morning? Good, good. Hey, last time I talked to you in any length was at, I think, a men's conference a couple years ago. So how fun that we get to be back together here. Yes, absolutely. What a pleasure. You guys are doing such a great job this morning. Well, thanks. Thank you. (laughs) I tried Googling your uh, questions, but I couldn't find them. So I said, those were good ones. (laughs) You were Googling. Oh, there you go. So, um... If you could, we have a minute. Tell us, um, tell our listeners a little bit about your journey the last year. You've had quite an interesting transition in life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, excuse me. I, I you know, I had God, God works in mysterious ways. Yep. and kind of had a wake up call and and uh, had a business that I built for ten years and and um, you know, due to no fault of my own, it actually changed the business model. Changed and I lost. Uh, and multiple six-figure income, so we're kind of recreating ourselves here, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know just uh, going out and serving and and really listening to what God wants for uh, my wife and I and our family for you know for our life and for our business career, and you know we're we're ten months post that, and and uh, just you know working hard every day to, to to do what He wants us to do. Well, I love that you you give it to God. You know, it's like, what do you want me to do now? This is this has been a real shift. So. Um, and yet you're still very, very involved in Legata. So share with our listeners, I, I, some may know what Legata is, but uh, we hear that term. Give us the background. 
Yeah, absolutely. I've been, I've been, you know, just incredibly honored and humbled to be the president of our local chapter here in Des Moines for the last two years, going on three now. And what got us is the, the word means ambassador, and it's it's been an organization that's been around since the mid '90s, and it's and it basically is what it stands for is ambassador for Christ in the marketplace. So it's it's an organization of leaders in business usually at the president and CEO level, uh, business owner level. There's certain different criteria, you know, that uh, is required to be a part of it. But it's, it's just leaders in the community, leaders in, their, in the businesses that uh, we all get together once a month. Um, we go to Mass. We have a nice meal. Uh, but we have a tremendous speaker that usually comes in from all over the country, a Catholic speaker uh, that really just pours into the group. Really a great opportunity to connect with other individuals that are kind of going through the same uh, things that maybe maybe you are in life, uh, the just incredible wisdom, you know, from transferring, uh, you know, knowledge from, uh, you know, and maybe an older member that's been in business for a long time to some of the younger members, and mm-hmm. just a really great opportunity to, to further our faith and hopefully in turn take that into the marketplace as we have tremendous influence with, you know, our organization and, and, and employees and whatnot. Well, and I would venture to guess that you know, business leaders that are um, rich in their faith, or at least growing to be rich in their faith, may struggle in the business community because their competitors and even their staff may not uh, be um, as faith-driven, faith-focused as they are. And so to have this these colleagues uh, that... In, through Legatus, that you have an opportunity to, to build and to share and to and to find out maybe how you handle something is is such a great tool and such a great uh, fellowship for you. Absolutely, it's been one of the biggest blessings of you know my wife and I's life to be a part of this organization and you know the things that we went through the last ten months. I can't I can't imagine not being a part of this and being able to you know seek wisdom from folks that have been through it. Mm-hmm. I mean. Not not maybe just even once, but multiple times, you know. So just yeah, just incredible wealth of knowledge and wisdom and and fellowship and friendship, you know. That uh, as you as you go through different stages of your business life. Mm-hmm. And I love how Iowa Catholic Radio has yet had the opportunity to partner with Legatus uh, throughout the years in. You know, if you bring in a speaker, it may be a speaker that really appeals to the broader audience, and that you know we may then have an event. I know years and years ago, the first time Father John Ricardo came to Des Moines was because of a Legatus event, and that we then ended up doing a public event with him as well. So that partnership, it's not like you just do things uh, for your own group. There really is a broader outreach that um, that the Legatus uh, members have embraced. Yes, absolutely. And we're actually going to, we're working to try to do even more of that as we move forward in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this last month we had Tim Francis in and, and yeah. he was, he went to four or five different locations throughout the days that he was here. And his father Ricardo was just here in December mm-hmm. and we were able to have him be at several different locations as well. Curtis Martin coming up, you know, for our chapter in, in April and, you know, just an incredible lineup throughout the year. So we're really trying to do a lot of that as we move forward. It sounds like there's been a lot of, of significant growth for Legatus in the Des Moines chapter. Uh, Scott, how, what do you attribute that to? I mean, do you have, do you have yeah. 10 members or 100 members? What, what, <laughs> well, yeah, what's that count? 
we started, I believe, with 18 in 2018, and we're currently at 33 member couples. Wow. Wow, um, that's good. And so- it's, a, it's an over 60% growth in a short period of time, and I think it all goes back to culture and people. You know, our I think our people are, are starved for, you know, growth in their faith. And I think there's, there's, I think in today's world with so much social media and, and whatnot out there, I think they're starved for relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, so when we have an opportunity to get involved in something like this where, you know, we can deepen our faith, maybe, you know, become better business leaders and, you know, uh, you have a great speaker and, and that fellowship, that camaraderie, um, are, you know, it's just, it's, it just, it, it, it encourages growth because people want to be a part of it. Our culture is just phenomenal. We've got some of the most amazing, humble, servant leaders in our group that I've ever met in my entire life. And, you know, they're just, uh, I just don't know why, you know, yeah, <laughs> I personally just know why people wouldn't want to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> And this is specifically for people who are presidents or CEOs of, the, of a company, correct? Yeah, I mean, that's the, that's the main focus. Um, you know, we have some doctors uh, there are some business owners that, you know, they have a uh, you know have a very high um, role in their company. You know, um, that's 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 mainly the criteria. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, how would someone get involved if if they're listening? Yeah, absolutely, uh, dot org is is a great place to start. We also have a, a Facebook page for our Des Moines chapter. Uh, several of the folks that are involved in our chapter as well are are people around the diocese that you might know, Rick Ball. Joe Teeling, uh, Mark Parrish, Chris Magruder, Annie Doyle, you know, some folks that are just really highly involved in, in you know, our mission with the diocese and, and our Catholic faith. Uh, reach out. Those are our board, some of our board members. You know, obviously, reach out to me, and we can have a conversation about how you can, uh, you know, how, what, what it looks like to get involved. Well, and I'm just bringing up the Legatus for the Des Moines group. Is that where I'm going to search, the Legatus Des Moines? Yes, on ma'am. On Facebook? Okay, well, find it. Folks, if uh, you have an interest, if, if this um, feels like a, a group that you might want to be involved with, you know, Google them, Legatus, and Legatus Des Moines is, is what their Facebook page is, and you can find out all sorts of information about them. Scott Preggett, thank you so much. God bless you and your, your wife and your family. Have a blessed day. Thank you, thank you so much. God bless you as well. Uh, the time is 726. Uh, coming up in, after the break is your Saint of the Day. And we are so, so grateful to Bell Construction, one of our sponsors. At Bell Construction, Dean comes to the home or job to give a bid for your roofing needs. And when the job's done, Dean, who owns Bell Construction, will personally inspect your property to ensure the highest quality of work. Dean's been in the roofing business for 30 years, and you can reach him at 515-963-4494. Let's go to Father Andrew Winchettle with today's Gospel and Reflection. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. While still more people gathered in the crowd, Jesus said to them, This generation is an evil generation. It seeks a sign, but no sign will be given it, except the sign of Jonah. Just as Jonah became a sign to the Ninevites, so will the Son of Man be to this generation. At the judgment, the Queen of the South will rise with the men of this generation, and she will condemn them because she came from the ends of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon, and there is something greater than Solomon here. At the judgment, the men of Nineveh will arise with this generation and condemn it, because at the preaching of Jonah they repented, and there is something greater than Jonah here. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus seems to harshly criticize the people of his generation as evil for their complacency, 
After all, God sent many prophets and did many things in their midst, and they still reject him. Jesus warns them that even those who aren't considered the chosen people and who are seen as having little, if any, faith, recognize and acknowledge his previous signs. The gift and virtue of faith isn't something that's inherited. Rather, it's granted to us by God, and we must consciously and actively grasp and utilize it. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio is provided by Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. When it comes to your home, Golden Rule puts your mind at ease with the Gold Club. Two high-performance system checks, a plumbing inspection, no trip charges, and you get to jump ahead in line. Don't get stuck freezing this winter when your furnace won't work. Golden Rule will make it to every Gold Club member's home. Home is where your heart is. Protect it with Golden Rule's Gold Club membership. I'm Bobby from Golden Rule, where we deliver respect, understanding, loyalty, expertise, and service every time you call. We have a standard and we prove it. Online at GoldenRulePHC.com. Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dowling Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio. What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping Central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at bozen.com. Welcome back to John Leonetti in the morning. Hopefully you're up and at them. It's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sue Loam, filling in for John as he travels today. That's and we're right. broadcasting from the Mercy One studio, as always, here at Iowa Catholic Radio. You can listen on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Or you can always stream online at iowacatholicradio.com or tune in on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. We Jimmy's d- laughing at me. We do not have any correct answers that have come through on the text line. Well, that's sad. <laughs> so we have two questions that are posing for you. One, what does the word rosary mean? And secondly, how many saints are there in heaven? So that's our our text line trivia questions of the day, 515-223-1150. And a big thank you to Five Sons Naturescapes Landscape and Design for underwriting John Leonetti in the morning. They are passionate about providing natural solutions while creating a lush and full landscape for their customers. Honesty and integrity come first, and this is the perfect time of year to be thinking about that. You can reach them at 515-493-1060 or online at fivesonsnaturescapes.com. And coming up in the second half hour is Fiorella De Maria. She is the author of See No Evil. It's I think it's the third in the series of murder mysteries with Father Gabriel as the, uh, as the main character. No, he's not the murderer, people. Oh, you know, I love this. I love a good murder mystery. We're also going to have your saint of the day and Jimmy Olson filling in for Mark Amadeo with news and sports and weather from the desk of Channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowa. But first, let's pray with Deacon Tony. God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray for us. Amen. Amen. Let's check in with Jimmy Olson with News News and and Sports with Mark Amadeo. 
Jimmy. Jimmy, <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I didn't send that text in. What? The answer to the second question, how many saints are in heaven? Uh, would be uh, all, all, the are, deceased. All, all the deceased. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is true. That is true. They all are deceased. Well, unless you count Mary. But you not know. the answer you're looking for. Not the answer I'm looking for. But thank you. <laughs> thank you. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, from the Channel 13 Weather Desk and Meteorologist Megan Selwa, today uh, going to be sunny and 55. We are sitting at 32 at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One studio tonight, mostly clear and 37. Going to be sunny and windy tomorrow with a high of 54 as we look ahead to the start of the weekend. Sunny, 50 Friday, Saturday. Sunshine, again breezy, and a high of 67. Due to coronavirus concerns, Iowa State University is going to bring home 140 students who are studying abroad. And also with that announcement, the Iowa Department of Public Health urges people returning from Hong Kong, Iran, Italy, Japan, and South Korea to self-isolate for 14 days after they return. And as we are uh, enjoying the warmer weather this weekend, it also reminds us that construction season is right around the corner. And Des Moines City Hall announced yesterday that they're going to spend a record $427 million for road repairs, and that's going to happen over the next seven years. Today's sports report brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print. Last night, the Iowa men lost to Purdue 77-68, and the Iowa State women they were over Kansas, 61-42 to in the uh, Dowling Catholic Sports calendar for today. There is nothing on the calendar, but last night, Dowling boys won in Council Bluffs against Lincoln, 58-35. They will move on to the state tournament, which the pairings will be released later today as to when they will play next week. From the Channel 13 Weather Desk, and meteorologist Megan Salwa today. Sunshine and 55-32 now at the Iowa Catholic Radio Mercy One Studio. This has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports. For Mark Amadeo, I'm Jimmy Olson. Iowa Catholic Radio News and Sports, our year-round coverage of Dowling Catholic High School sports and activities, is sponsored in part by Ashworth Vision Clinic and the Catholic Tuition Organization. Thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, 94.5 FM, and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com. Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. It is accident-free, but we are running pretty slow on 235 as you're making the way from the West Mixer to downtown. 13 minutes uh, on 235. 8 minutes as you're making the drive in from the East Mixer into downtown on 235. Thanks to Builder Kent Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Kent has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio. Okay, listen up, parents of troublesome teenagers. Yes? You might recognize a bit of your children in this saint. Oh, my goodness. Oh, snap. Yeah, so <laughs> it's Saint Casimir. How about that one? Uh, what's a Polish? Sounds exotic. I know. Polish prince, a uh, bit headstrong, rebellious youth. Oh, I don't recognize that in me. I mean, in anyone at all. No. no. Uh, his father wanted Casimir to lead a portion of his army, but Casimir was a conscientious objector. So now he's arguing with his dad. Uh, his conscience would not let him participate in the war. And his father then locked the 15-year-old in his room for three months in response. Oh, well, yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of parents Highly who have considered that. Highly frowned upon in this day and age. Uh, Casimir uh, preferred instead to spend his time helping the poor and gave away a substantial fortune. Probably dad wasn't happy about that either. 
Uh, he was also an austere young man, sleeping on the floor, spending a lot of his night in prayer, and living in celibacy his whole life. He had little interest in becoming king, but for a brief uh, period of time did rule Poland while his father was away. Casimir died of lung illness at the age of just 23. He was the patron, he is the patron saint of Lithu- Lithuania, Poland, and Russia. So we ask St. Casimir to pray for us. And a big thanks to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, for underwriting the saint of the day. Stephen practices real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. You can call him for all of your legal needs at 515 224 1776. At winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yes, we yes, do have a winner for we the do. first question. Julie Sokolowski, uh, congratulations. Uh, rosary means garland of roses. Yes, which it she does. Thanks, the internet search engine for that one, yeah. which that's how I found out the answer, too. But I, I found, um, I was at a funeral recently, and rather than having the big bouquet of flowers on top of the casket, they had a garland of roses. I have seen that before. It's really beautiful. It's beautiful. So it's a very, very large rosary. And in place of the beads, they are little clips. And the clip holds a rosebud. And so you have this rosary uh, made out of rosebuds. So it's just beautiful. And the rose, of course, is one of the flowers used Mm -hmm. to symbolize the Virgin Mary. And the prayer of the rosary Mm -hmm. is very closely associated with her. So, And then I was thrown under the bus. Oh. You know, they, somebody argued with me. It said um, they thought I said that Mary wasn't a saint. And what I was saying was that Mary, it, it, we question whether she's deceased or not. Oh. So she would, we of course, think of Mary as a saint. But, um, yeah, I'm just like, okay, is Mary really deceased? She was assumed into heaven, never found her body, never, you know. Anyway, so. Yes, she's a saint. So we still don't have a question, an answer to, a correct answer to our number of saints in heaven. So we're looking for that one. Coming up is Fiorella de Maria. She's an author. Her new book is called See No Evil, and it's a, it's a murder mystery. So we're going to find out all about that coming right up. And also coming up is on the 13th of March is the next Man Up event. And Father P.J. McManus will be speaking at it. It's Friday, March 13th. So it's Friday during Lent. So they will have uh, cheese and veggie pizza. So no Chick-fil-A for March 13th. But uh, you'll have uh, Father P.J., which will be worth the price of of admission. Absolutely. Oh, wait a minute. You just registered iowacatholicradio.com. Let's go to your diocesan minute. This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Wednesday, March 4th. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins. The annual trivia night for the Center for Social Ministry is this Saturday. Join us at Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny at 6 o'clock. Recruit friends, family, and coworkers to form a team. Dinner, beverages, and snacks are included. The Center for Social Ministry provides social justice and poverty awareness education for communities in our area. For more information or to get tickets, go to centerforsocialministry.org. That's centerforsocialministry.org. Rwandan genocide survivor Father Ubald will be celebrating healing masses next week. On March 9th, he'll be at St. Pius X Parish in Urbandale. And on March 10th, he'll be at Our Lady's Immaculate Heart Parish in Ankeny. Both masses will take place at 7 p.m. During the genocide, Father Ubald lost many family members and parishioners. He later preached forgiveness. 
Our next Des Moines area sponsor couple training is scheduled for Saturday, March 14th from 3 to 6 p.m. at the Catholic Pastoral Center in downtown Des Moines. This training is for any couple that would like to assist engaged couples as they prepare for the sacrament of marriage. Couples can register for this training by calling Adam Story at the diocese. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines and Kelly Mesher Collins. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Thank you, Caldwell Parish, for underwriting Iowa Catholic Radio. Conform to the wishes of the deceased and to Catholic liturgical burial traditions. Caldwell Parish Funeral Home, Des Moines' only Catholic-owned and operated funeral home. CaldwellParish.com. Thank you to Confluence Brewing Company for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Confluence Brewing Company, brewed locally and featuring regular, seasonal, and limited-release beers available in their tap room and at local stores, bars, and restaurants. Confluence has a beer garden for you, your family, and friends to enjoy. Confluence Brewing Company is located at 1235 Thomas Beck Road off the bike trail south of Grays Lake and online at confluencebrewing.com. Confluence Brewing Company, where good things come together, ingredients, ideas, and friends. Positive, encouraging, inspiring music to get you through your day. Available on the Iowa Catholic Radio app and iowacatholicradio.com. Well, welcome to John Lee Netty in the morning. I'm Jean Wells, along with Mary Sulone. We're filling in for John. Boy, have we blown up our text line. We have a lot of folks that are like, well, everyone that's in heaven is saints. I totally agree. And But it's interesting. The, the research that we found um, said, while there is no definitive head count based on history, the Roman marty- martyrology and Orthodox sources, scholars estimate that there are over 10,000 named saints and beity, blessed ones. So, And I think that's the difference is that we're talking named about named saints. saints. So, yeah. um, sorry, but boy, we got people to text. Yes, we did. They're <laughs> listening. <laughs> Good for you. Uh, we are so grateful to all of our sponsors, including Blessment International. And, you know, every year, Blessman International leads teams of Central Iowans to share the compassionate heart of Christ with orphans and vulnerable children in South Africa. You can learn more and sign up for a trip at blessmaninternational.org. So excited to have Fiorella De Maria in as our guest. Uh, she has, is the author of a new book called See No Evil, and I love a good murder mystery. So, Fiorella, thank you for joining us here at Iowa Catholic Radio. It's lovely to be on the show. I'm glad you like mysteries. Oh, I do. I do. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we were reading the little synopsis earlier, and of course we had to do it with a certain amount of drama. You know, Father Gabriel finds himself unwittingly at the scene of a crime, which at first appears to be an accidental death, but in actuality, an act of murder. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, don't you no just have to... advertise of an accidental death today. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so tell us about the inspiration for the Father Gabriel series. Now, this is the third in the series, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, and I feel it's, it's really getting into its stride now. You know, it's, it's quite a new venture for me to actually write a series. You, know, you mm-hmm. get time to get to know the characters a bit more, you know. Um, I suppose we're all hugely influenced by Agatha Christie, by Conan Doyle, all those traditional mm-hmm. you know, crime writers who really set the tone for crime writing um, way back in the early 20th century. Um, and, of course, this is a classic country house mystery um, and very much a homage to Agatha Christie. What a group of people isolated in a country home at Christmas time. They're all suspects, you know, but only one of them is going to be the killer. <laughs> I love going to those murder mystery dinners, too. You know, that's, <laughs> it just feels like that's what this is. So um, let's let's take a step back. Where did your interest, I mean, in Catholic fiction, Catholic fiction originate from? Well, um, the way I see it, you know, I'm, I've grown up a Catholic. My faith is absolutely at the center of everything I do. I've always wanted to be a writer. So I was obviously always going to be a Catholic writer. You know, I was mm-hmm. always going to write within the Catholic moral universe. Um, I've always had an interest in crime writing, and I actually think it's a very Catholic form of writing, that seeking of the truth, mm, okay. and that, that thirst for justice. Um, I've always been of the opinion that Sherlock Holmes, in fact, is a Jesuit, the way he, his methodology, you know, the way he, he's always looking for the tiny details that bring out the puzzle. Um, and I've always wanted to write crime fiction, but I do also write historical fiction, and um, I'm, very, I'm very keen to bring out those themes, those themes of redemption and confession and hope that should really be at the center of our, our Catholic literary world. Now, Father Gabriel is, you know, the central character in, in this series. What is that? Is this based on a real priest that you know, or is this, you know, just somebody uh, you kind uh, of dreamed of? <laughs> <laughs> that would be telling. I, I never admit to, um, to, uh, <laughs> to using a real person. Um, in fact, he's an amalgamation of a few people I know. There are certain traits of his character. For example, he's supposed to be mildly autistic hmm. um, at a time, of course, when the condition wasn't understood. Um, and my son is autistic. So okay. there's been a bit of a, a journey in, in that sense that, you know, he's, thinks very obsessively, you know, he gets very, very focused on a particular idea. Um, he doesn't always cope very well socially, so that he's quite an endearing character in that sense. Hmm. Um, and but you, he's also quite an innocent, you know. And these are these novels are set at a, a previous time period? Yes, they're set immediately after the Second World War, so you're talking 1940s. So Father Gabriel is a little misunderstood as a character, um, but also... It's a time of huge social change, and when the whole country is in a state of flux, you've got a lot of people returning from the war, you've got a lot of secrets, a lot of people trying to reinvent themselves, a lot of people finding themselves uprooted in new places. So all of the mystery stories in the Father Gabriel series are focused on a particular aspect of the war history. I, I love that histor- history piece, too, because you learn a lot and gain an, an appreciation of a time period that we didn't live in ourselves. Are they, and are these yes. set in, in, uh, in England or in another country? They're all set in England, in the west of England, where I grew up. Okay. And so it's, it's a rural setting. Mm-hmm. Um, in some ways, 
apparently quite a sleepy part of the country, and yet it's a place where people gravitate to who are looking for peace, who are possibly trying to hide. Uh, so in the first novel, you've got the, the Holocaust history comes back to haunt um, a young artist in the, in the village. In this one, see no evil. The elderly journalist who's killed has witnessed the massacre and was trying to write a book about it somewhere nice and quiet, but somebody got to him first. Hmm. So, so there's a lot of that, that history. And that sense that, you know, the war is over, but for many people it will never be over. You know, they, they will always be trying to deal with it. Yeah, so you're kind of intertwining that, that uh, you know, that um, aspect of war that, you know, kind of haunts people, sometimes for their entire life, into this. So then how, you know, how do you intertwine the Catholic aspect of that into these murder mysteries? Well, I try to make it not just a puzzle. You know, obviously the puzzle is at the center of it, who done it, why done it, you know, why did it happen that way? But I also want to explore the, the more serious aspects of a crime like a murder. So, for example, in this one, uh, in See No Evil, there's the whole issue of moral culpability. Um, a lot of the characters in the book have in some way been involved in war profiteering, directly mm. and indirectly. So it really it forces people to think about their, their own lives and the way, um, the way they can become complicit in an evil and convince themselves that they're, they're acting innocently. Um, it, I try to look a little bit more at the issue of capital punishment, for example, what it means for Father Gabriel. It's not just about getting a killer brought to justice. He cares about that person's soul. You know, he wants them to be redeemed. He wants them to be repentant before they go to their to go to their execution. You know, it's so it's not just about um, this murder happening and this person's a suspect or whatever. It's also trying to look a little bit more deeply at the issues. So this sounds like it would be good for, like, I would enjoy reading it, but also maybe my 13-year-old granddaughter who's into, like, Nancy Drew mysteries and she's kind of wanting to graduate out of that. Would this be appropriate for the younger audience as well? Um, this one would... I, I think it's not um, it's not particularly violent. I mean, obviously you've got the the initial murder, but it's uh, it's mostly about what happens afterwards. So I think this one. I mean, I would have no problem getting my twelve year old to read it. She's mm-hmm. reading it at the moment, in fact. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other themes aren't aren't so adult that a, a younger person would struggle with it. I didn't know Nancy Drew was still being read. I read a lot of Nancy <laughs> Drew when I was growing up. <laughs> Oh, my granddaughter's reading yeah. Nancy Drew. Well, only because I love yeah, Nancy Drew, so I have to give that to my grandkids as they get to that age. So, I'm sure I thought that you know all American teenagers, you know, in the 80s when I was reading that, I thought that they all went to the Ritz on um, for their holidays and had these terribly glamorous <laughs> lifestyles. Oh yes, totally, totally. That's yeah. Uh huh. So, who was your favorite character in See No Evil? Oh gosh, well. Of course, I love Father Gabriel. I feel okay. I feel like he's my parish priest. You know, mm-hmm. I, I feel I feel protective towards him. Um, but I suppose I I really love the the characters who in conventional murder mysteries don't tend to get noticed quite so much. The the domestic staff, the ones who are actually trying to um, to lead honest lives in rather 
hardcore situations, you know, who really get on with things, um, who make a lot of sacrifices. For example, there's, um, there's an Irish housemaid in the book who is really testament to um, a class of Catholic who walks 10 miles to get to Mass every morning, who just very quietly made a lot of sacrifices for their faith and never spoke of it. I, I um, it's, it's, can hardly wait to get this book. <laughs> and folks, you can order it um, through Ignatius.com. It's printed through Ignatius Press, so Ignatius.com. Um, you can also find it on Amazon and all your regular places. And I bet if you go to Divine Treasures, they can get it for you as well. Will there be further Father Gabriel mystery books? I'm working on one at the moment. Oh, I'm good. working on number four. Well, and let's mention the first two that um, that yes. you, that you authored. The first one is a, a, the Sleeping Witness, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. the second one is the Vanishing Woman. Do yeah. we need to read them in order? Not necessarily, because poor old Father Gabriel gets himself into so much trouble <laughs> in each of the books that he, he keeps being uprooted and sent to different places. So um, you don't necessarily. Um, there is a bit of a story arc, and that you learn little details about Father Gabriel's own backstory through the series because he's a late vocation and he has a history of his own which emerges very very slowly through the books. But no, they're all standalone stories. Cool. But if you wanted to if you thought you might want to read the series, then you might want to start with The Sleeping Woman. I'll order all three. You've written yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Catholic fiction is really rare. You know, I, I read recently the Father Brown series from G.K. Chesterton, and and even you know, I mean, it's just kind of rare. You know, do you hope that your books will will change that? Well, I I hope we're actually on the cusp of a, a big renewal when it comes to Catholic fiction because you see, I think there are a lot of very promising, very talented Catholic writers out there who are just starting to emerge. You've got publishers like Ignatius who are prepared to take a risk with a new author, who are, you know, really giving a platform to younger Catholic writers. And you've also got journals like Dappled Things, for example, who are um, encouraging short stories and poetry among young Catholics. So I think there are a lot of initiatives out there to encourage Catholic writers to get published and to get read, because it's no good just writing the things. There has to be an audience. We have to mm-hmm. be getting our work out there. But I think there's, there are real efforts being made to do that. And there should be, because we have such a rich Catholic literary tradition, you know, going back hundreds of years. And we should be very proud of that and very confident that we have a place within contemporary fiction. And we can endorse those by our purchase of those books um, and encourage young writers and, you know, in those in those series. I mean, you, you learn so much. I think of Vancy Drew and the things that you learn from that story. Well, if you can have it rooted in our faith and it's still a murder mystery, you know, how much more we're going to mm. learn from that. Our, our guest today has been Fiorella de Maria. The book is called See No Evil published through Ignatius Press. You can find it on their website at ignatius.com, available on all your traditional book sites. And you can also ask Divine Treasures. I'm sure Lois and Sue and the whole crew at Divine Treasures will get that ordered for you. Uh, Fiorella, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us. What time is it in England? 
Um, it's early afternoon on a very, very wet day. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad we didn't wake it you up at rain. oh dark 30. <laughs> God bless you and your work. Great Thank visiting you for joining with you. Us. Thank you. Thank you. God bless. Bye-bye. Oh, another great day. Thank you so much for joining us, friends. You can pray with us throughout the day, beginning with Read the Bible at 5 a.m., followed by the Iowa Catholic Radio Rosary every morning at 5.30 and then 9.30 and 9.30 in the evening. And you can pray the Angelus with us at 6 a.m. and the Divine Mercy Chaplet at 3 p.m. And we thank you so much for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. We operate out of your generosity. We say that every single time that we're on the air. We are so blessed by your prayers and your financial support. Please continue them. And you can pledge uh, your continued support at iowacatholicradio.com. Deacon Tony, would you offer a blessing for today? May the blessing of God the Father... God the Son and God the Holy Spirit come down upon all of us to protect us and to bring us all to his everlasting life. Amen. 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 Make it a great Wednesday, everyone. For Mary Sue Lone, our producer, Deacon Tony Valdez, I'm Jean Wells. Friends, be confident in Christ's mercy and his love. Just to know you and to make you known we lift your name on high Shine like the sun John Leonetti in the morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Naturescapes, and Blessman International.